Today is Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022, and House GOP outlines a focus of investigation into Hunter Biden. They are dropping the bombshells now. Prepare, people. Jim Jordan subpoenaed 51 spies who lied, and Miranda Devine, author of The Laptop from Hell, joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have told you that there will be a new hero of the republic and you should get used to his name. His name is James Comer. He is a congressman. He is a congressman from the great state of Kentucky, bringing us Thomas Massey, Rand Paul and (coughs) Mitch McConnell. Let's not uh, remember that last little part. Mitch McConnell. Kentucky, please retire him to the Galapagos exhibit for tortoises at the local zoo. Let him munch on lettuce and let us munch on the sweet deliverance that we are seeing now that Republican Republicans have won new seats in the majority and they are strengthening their majority by the day. Four new seats decided last night in favor of the Republicans, a few still outstanding. And now we are beginning to see what a muscular GOP majority in the House of Representatives will look like thanks to James Comer of Kentucky. Get used to that name. James Comer of Kentucky emphasized how the House Oversight Committee in the new Congress will be looking into Joe Biden criminally and how they will focus upon his bank statements. On Thursday, Comer announced in a press conference that the Oversight Committee will be launching an investigation into the Biden family and potential violations, including wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of Foreign Agents Registration Acts, violation of the Foreign Corruption Parties Acts, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Acts, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. So why is this uh, extremely important and the bombshell of our political era? Well, because one of those, Trafficking Victims Protection Act, is exactly as it sounds. It's for sex trafficking. They're going to be looking into the Biden family for human sex trafficking violations. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Are you prepared? Are you ready for the president of the United States to be implicated on human sex trafficking charges? Well, I sure as hell am. And quite frankly, it should have been Bill Clinton flying on the Lolita Express all those times. Going down to Little St. James. Why is Bill Clinton's name on all the manifests? Why indeed? We got photos of him on the plane. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about time that these people begin to pay. Comer said his first focus of the investigation would be to obtain bank records from President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and James Biden, the president's brother. Those were the two who colluded inside of this family business, which was selling America's highest offices. That is the truncated version of what the Biden family business was. The worst people on earth could purchase American sovereignty through the Biden family. The focus is on day one, those bank violations and those bank records, said Comer. We are pretty confident that what we're going to find in those, we have two bank violations. We have some bank statements in hand, and we believe that suspicious activity reports, which which are bank violations when the bank notifies the federal government, then we're pretty confident that our client has committed a crime. Hunter Biden and Jim Biden have at least 150 bank violations. And I've said this before. I come from a strong banking background. James Comer does. I think that anyone in the history of the United States that's had this many suspicious activity report has committed crimes. There's precedence here in trying to to get those suspicious activity reports, he said. And before Joe Biden became president, congressional committees had access to these banking records. It was Joe Biden who actually pushed to seal them. A little guilt there by association. Comer added that the U.S. Treasury Departments should provide the bank records of suspicious activity reports, and he plans to subpoena the banks if the Treasury Department does not cooperate. Ladies and gentlemen, are you prepared? Foreign corruption Practices Acts, violation of the Human Trafficking Victims Protection, tax evasion, money laundering, conspiracy to commit money laundering, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of Foreign Agent Registration Acts. Are you prepared for the criminal investigation into Joe Biden? James Comer sure as hell is. And this is what he had to say as it pertains to how they will begin their investigation into the Biden crime family. 
99.99% of Americans will never get a suspicious activity report. These were created after September 11th for the government to be able to track suspicious foreign tractions coming in to fund terror sales. It's expanded over time to help law enforcement uh, track things like money laundering. But when a bank files a suspicious activity report, that's the bank notifying the federal government that we're pretty certain our client has committed a crime. Hunter Biden and Jim Biden have at least 150 of these. We believe Joe Biden's name was on some of those accounts. That's why we want them. But the, the suspicious activity reports are very detailed as to why the banks uh, suspected that criminal activity was taking place by the Bidens. So the criminal activity of the Bidens is further detailed by James Comer in a Breitbart.com interview here, and it is available on your screen. We encourage you to read it. All of the above, Comer replied in the questioning as it pertains to the criminal referral for the Biden family to the Department of Justice and how the GOP Congress will go about it. With respect to the hearings, we really need to have some of these bank records in hand and comb through them before we have a good hearing because we are confident that the president has lied about his involvement in his shady business dealings. We are confident that many of these businesses have broken many laws in the United States, and we have 100% evidence that we can demonstrate and show to the American people the severity of the wrongdoing for the Biden influence peddling schemes. Now get ready, ladies and gentlemen, because what could happen here potentially is that the Department of Justice may indict Hunter Biden in order to protect him. Get ready for the lawfare element to this. Now, we have brought you many reports on the Department of Justice going after Hunter Biden specifically and Hunter Biden's laptop being verified by multiple corporate news outlets as of late. CBS News being the latest one to verify Hunter Biden's laptop. The New York Times, the Washington Post all have verified Hunter Biden's laptop. Not that we needed it and we'll be joined soon by Miranda Devine, who was the first to break this story. And of course, you will have a great many things to say, so please stay tuned. Miranda joins the show very soon. However, there is a lawfare tactic here that may be used to actually protect Hunter Biden during these hearings because what you want is you want the kid gloves of the federal government to handle Hunter Biden and his criminality and not the worn, weathered wrestling mitts of Jim Jordan inside of the house who would actually do damage to Hunter. You want him to be put inside of a white collar prison facility and patted on the head and then get sent out for time served and good behavior. That's what the federal government wants to do to Hunter Biden. Watch. Well, talk to us about these transactions, because, you know, they've tried to leak to the press that Hunter Biden is going to be charged with tax issues. Is it because he wasn't paying taxes on all of the money that Chinese officials and Ukrainian officials and Russian officials were wiring into his account? Right. Yeah. He has at least a two million dollar tax bill with the IRS. I don't know how many people you know that owe the IRS over two million dollars, but Hunter Biden is one of them. But honestly, Maria, the tax evasion is the least of Hunter Biden's problems. And my fear is if the DOJ indicts Hunter Biden, then that will essentially protect him from a congressional subpoena from the House Oversight Committee. So I'm not advocating for Hunter Biden to be indicted. I'm not advocating for a special counsel because I believe that if uh, if the Treasury cabinet and if the banks will work with us, we'll be able to get answers to the most important questions on the House oversight. Did you hear that? That's the trick right there. Did you hear the key point there by Comer? That was a cable news hit. Maria Bartiromo just absolute bombshell. We love Maria. But what you missed there and what you miss in the cable news setting, we have a cable news show ourselves. You can't get to all the details. James Comer saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't want the Department of Justice to investigate Hunter Biden because they are going to give him the kitty glove treatment, the Biden treatment, the regime treatment, the, the thank you for padding our budgets every single year treatment. We will protect you treatment. You've seen it before, and we'll play you the clips again later in the show. Matt Gates questioning the FBI about Hunter Biden's laptop. They don't even know where the hell it is. They don't even know where the hell it is. 
We're very proud of our growing company here at The Benny Show, and we're very proud of our growing audience, and for that we have you to thank the listener. But we wouldn't be able to do this show without the technology that backs the show up, and the most important piece of technology is our cell phones. It keeps a news show like ours up and online. It keeps our team of 15 people connected in and out during this crazy news era and certainly during our live broadcast. And so that is why we trust Pure Talk to keep us connected and to keep us in the black as a company because Pure Talk allows us to run a smooth operation, a connected operation, and a quick operation at The Benny Show. There's literally no reason to pay for AT&T or T-Mobile or Verizon, 80 bucks a month. Switch to Pure Talk for half the price. Blazing fast data at 30 bucks a month. We use it at The Benny Show and you should too. Pure Talk wants to keep the customer happy and Pure Talk loves America. It's a company that's founded by a U.S. veteran and they create jobs here in America. It's a company that supports me and my values. I invite you to switch to Pure Talk just like our company did. It'll take you as little as 10 minutes. Show corporate America that you're done funding leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code code Benny to make the switch to Pure Talk. So it's the Republicans in the House that really want to get their mitts around Joe Biden. And they're going to go in on it, ladies and gentlemen. They may subpoena Biden himself. They announced that this will be a subpoena of Joe Biden himself. In their announcement last Friday, they said this is a criminal investigation into Joe Biden. Don't get it twisted. Now, you'll need to understand that to prove a criminal conspiracy, you'll have to go after his brother. You'll have to go after uh, Hunter Biden. You'll have to use Tony Bobolinsky and all of his evidence. And ladies and gentlemen, based on our sources inside of the U.S. House, and we have many of them, yo, people are singing like canaries. People are singing like canaries in coal mines inside of these hearings. And you are getting whistleblowers coming out of the woodwork. There's a lot of people who hate the Bidens. This house card's going to collapse. And what will happen when they come after Joe Biden himself? What will happen when it's Joe Biden being asked to come in and get subpoenaed? Last weekend, we found out that the Republican Party is going to go directly after Joe, drag him into Congress. Have a listen. Well, you all will have the gamble. James Comer, how do they keep getting away with all of this politicizing? Are you going to subpoena Joe Biden? Are you going to subpoena all of those involved in allowing China and the Communist Party to get inside the gates of America by paying off certain individuals like the Biden family? We're going to subpoena whoever the investigation leads us to subpoena. Uh, we're serious about this. We're going to start with the bank records. We need those bank records. You've seen countless emails and text messages where Hunter has complained about having to keep his father up. There's no question that Joe Biden was receiving benefit from Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's only source of income were our adversaries in China and Russia. So this is very concerning. The, the American people deserve answers. Uh, we deserve to know if we have a White House that's compromised by China. And that's going to be our priority in the House Oversight Committee. A White House that is compromised by China. Are you reading the tea leaf? Are you pulling the threads here? Are you pulling the threads? What they're going to go after is Joe Biden's relationship with China. This is a quote from James Comer in a recent Breitbart interview. Hunter Biden has got significant deposits from China from an unmarked account. That doesn't happen in the banking world. You know there's always a name and address, Comer added. He has a banking background, which is why he's perfect for this. All they know is that it came from China, and he's shifting it around into these accounts. A pattern of money laundering has now been discovered, and we know that that's part of what the Delaware U.S. attorney is looking at right now, money laundering. We need to know the source of his revenue. President's family is getting millions of dollars from China, and we need to know what it was. We finally have a muscular GOP investigation into Joe Biden and into where this money came from. We finally have a real, toothy, muscular Sharp investigation and sharp investigators as to where this money came from. And here's what's happening. Panic. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to play you a clip right now. Corrine Jean-Pierre at the White House. Corrine Jean-Pierre at the White House yesterday. This is going to shock you. Of all the clips I play, and I don't know what Miranda Devine is going to bring to the show. Miranda Devine will join us in just a few minutes. The author of The Laptop from Hell, New York Post writer who broke the original Hunter Biden story. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the most shocking clip I will play for you this show. Corinne Jean-Pierre and the Biden White House has taken a very different tune. We are going to present to you the map of how this is going to go. When the Biden White House does not defend Joe Biden, then you know that they are in panic mode. The Biden White House refused to defend or to deny that Joe Biden was directly involved in Hunter Biden's business dealings. There is a cover up here that is so massive. There is a criminal conspiracy here that is so massive that it encompasses our entire government, our entire federal law enforcement infrastructure. This is what was found out by Matt Gates when he asked the FBI cyber director where Hunter Biden's laptop was. Matt Gates asked specifically the cyber director's division assistant director. This is the man in charge of the Hunter Biden laptop investigation. Where is Hunter Biden's laptop? In case you're wondering what panic looks like, this is it. Listen to the answer from the number one law enforcement official as it pertains to this subject. Go. So where is it? The laptop. Sir, I'm not here to talk about the laptop. I'm here to talk about the FBI cyber program. You are the assistant director of FBI cyber. I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. Where is it? Sir, I don't know that answer. That is astonishing to me. Is, has, has FBI cyber assessed whether or not Hunter Biden's laptop could be a point of vulnerability, allowing America's enemies to hurt our country? Sir, the FBI cyber program is based off of what's codified in Title 18 or um, Title 18, Section 1030, a code which talks about computer intrusions, right, using nefarious intent. Network well, you've talked about passwords here. I mean, Hunter Biden's password on his laptop was Hunter 02. He drops it off at a repair store. I'm holding the receipt from Max Computer Repair, where in December 2019, they turned over this laptop to the FBI. And what now you're telling me right here is that as the assistant director of FBI cyber, you don't know where this is after it was turned over to you three years ago. Yes, sir. That's an accurate statement. How are Americans supposed to trust that you can protect us from the next colonial pipeline if it seems that you can't locate a laptop that was given to you three years ago from the first family, potentially creating vulnerabilities for our country? They have no idea where it is. You are looking at a massive criminal conspiracy cover up from our own federal law enforcement. That is simply the reality. We will put together the map and the pieces for you as we see it and as we are advised by those inside of these congressional committees. Those who are in charge of these investigations, the experts inside of our professional media class who are honest, like Miranda Devine, and the lawyers who we are very close with in Washington, D.C., who often join our program. Ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be devastating for the Biden White House. They are no longer being defended by Corrine Jean-Pierre. They're no longer being defended by the 51 Intel operators because they know what is going to happen when this House committee gets going. And they know that they have the majority of people behind them. This article, pretty stunning. Majority say Republican-led House should investigate Hunter Biden and the January 6th committee. Here we go. The people have spoken. Let's go. Most believe the incoming Republican-led U.S. House of Representatives should take action, including investigating Hunter Biden and ending the January 6th committee, according to a Harris, according to a Harris poll. This is a leftist poll. This is pretty shocking. The survey found that Americans desiring the House to take a series of actions, some which would happen, some of which could happen with the Republicans taking over the lower chamber, nearly two thirds, 65 percent of the House should investigate Hunter Biden's laptop specifically. Further, 71% said the House should investigate the origins of the Chinese coronavirus. 77% said the House should investigate the FBI, whether politics has been playing a role in its actions. We just played you a clip where the FBI has no idea where the Hunter Biden laptop is. We have no idea. I'm just in charge of cybersecurity for the Hunter Biden laptop. Where is it? I don't know. Me no, I mean, me no, me no, no.
Welcome to the all-important election month of November, ladies and gentlemen. What do people care about in this month? Well, polling shows that 7 out of 10 Americans think that inflation is the number one issue in America right now, and they are correct. Politicians are always talking about kitchen table issues. Well, what's on your kitchen table? Groceries. How's your grocery bill doing? How about the gas to get those groceries? How's your gas prices where you live? Inflation is rampant, and it's insane. It's only caused by one thing, the communists in Washington, D.C., spending too much money. That is why my family hedges against the withering effects of inflation on our savings by investing in gold. We invest in gold with our dear friends at Birch Gold. They have helped us protect our savings from 40-year high inflation. Text Benny to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do this by the end of the month, by Black Friday, you'll get a free gold bar with each purchase. Man, it's nice to open up my security deposit box and see those gold bars glistening. See something that Joe Biden cannot destroy. Ladies and gentlemen, I went gold and I'll never go back. Go gold today. Invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898. Our own FBI is involved in this criminal conspiracy. Another 74% said Congress should investigate tech companies to see if they were censoring speech, and 62% said end the January 6th committee altogether. Why did Nancy Pelosi lose the gavel? Despite massive vote gathering, electioneering mechanisms, ballot algorithms by Democrats, and despite redistricting that was very, very strong by Democrats, why did Nancy Pelosi lose the gavel, and why has Nancy Pelosi now resigned? from Congress. She is no longer in Democrat leadership for the first time in 30 years. Well, one, she doesn't want to have to clean up this mess. And then two, because what Democrats were pushing on the American people was wildly unpopular. And this poll absolutely proves it. You know what it also proves is that Joe Biden's facade of protection is beginning to crumble. Jim Jordan said that the 51 spies who lied, you remember these guys, these are the hacks. These are the garbage human beings who came out and said, Hunter Biden's laptop is disinformation. Oh, this is disinformation. It's not, not real. They did this in order to assist in rigging the 2020 election. This was what interference in an election looks like. These Intel chiefs who, by the way, in case you're wondering why I hate Republicans more than I hate Democrats, at least Democrats will stab you in the face. Republicans will stab you in the back. A lot of these people work for Republican administrations. A lot of these Intel chiefs work for Republican administration. They came out in order to stand for Joe Biden. In case you're wondering whether the Republican Party is just as part of the regime and the uniparty rot, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Jordan saying that he's going to subpoena every single one of them and ask them exactly why did you say that based on precisely zero evidence. Watch. 50 intelligence officials signed a letter stating that the laptop uh, and the contents of said laptop have, quote, all the classic earmarks of a Russian information operation. Uh, why don't we hear from any of those 50 intelligence officers? Where's the apology? Yeah, there has been no apology. And that's something that Jim Jordan and the Judiciary Committee are going to be focused on. They want to uh, interview all 51 of those intelligence officials who signed that letter saying uh, that uh, this looked like Russian disinformation. Look, we're focused on these bank records because we have more than enough evidence based on Hunter's own text messages, emails, as well as uh, a couple of whistleblowers who were former business associates of Hunter Biden to know that Joe Biden was receiving indirect benefit from the uh, adversaries in Russia and China. Remember, yeah. when you say, what is Hunter's primary business? His primary business, to me, looks like influence peddling. Yeah. So uh, this is a very serious uh, investigation. And you look about the media. The media, they reported for two years on uh, the Steele dossier. They, they've reported on so many things that, that weren't true, that the laptop was disinformation. Right. Now that we know the dossier was false and the, and the laptop was real, yeah. you know, all they've done is criticize this investigation. Like, well, this is a waste of time. This is a waste of time. I think the media looks bad because of how they reported on this in the past, and they want us to fail. Okay. The media looks bad because of how they've reported on this in the past, and they want us to fail. Correct, sir. Correct. However, you are beginning to see the breaks in the dam. Now, we predicted this. We predicted that the media would turn on Joe Biden. We predicted that the media would begin to sense that, one, they are dying. This is, of course, the pejorative here. They are dying. There have been mass layoffs at ABC, mass layoffs at CNN, mass layoffs at NBC. 
CBS News clowned all weekend for pausing out of an abundance of caution their tweeting. These places are clown shows. They have been destroyed in the ratings. Go ahead and check out who's the king of late night right now. It's a guy named Greg Gutfeld on Fox News. That's the king of late night. This is the guy who is owning all of the networks. Ladies and gentlemen, we are ascendant. They are being destroyed and they are going to have to make a decision for survival. They will have to start doing actual journalism. And thus, I will play for you the full clip of a CNN reporter, the CNN White House reporter, the guy who took Jim Acosta's seat. Is Jim Acosta still hired at CNN? Is he still got a job? I'm not sure. CNN has fired so many of these disgraceful frauds. Jim Acosta will certainly be next and uh, John Lemon soon to join him. But this guy, his name's Jeremy Diamond. He is now the front row CNN White House reporter. He gets to sit in the front row. He gets automatic questions. It's not guaranteed if you're going to get a question unless you're a network and CNN automatically gets a question. So yesterday, Jeremy Diamond decided to bring a very poignanted and cutting question to Corrine Jean-Pierre, like the human equivalent of a Happy Meal without a toy inside of it. The human equivalent of someone who definitely does not deserve her position because much like John Fetterman, she doesn't have the capacity to speak the English language and she's probably brain damaged. Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked very pointed question from CNN. And ladies and gentlemen, this is why it's panic time. When CNN asks, what was Joe Biden doing with Hunter Biden? And why has Joe Biden denied this when congressional Republicans say they have all the evidence that they work together? Why, pers why, why exactly is the Biden White House running from this story and providing zero evidence to us that it is not actually a criminal conspiracy to defraud the American people and sell the highest office in the land? Can you answer that? You must understand the alarm, the screaming that happens at the White House when questions like this are asked. When I tell you that the dam is breaking, it's breaking now. Watch this question and now watch Corinne Jean-Pierre's answer. It will shock you. I hope you're sitting down. Can you address whether the president was involved in any of his son, uh, Hunter, or his brother's uh, foreign business deals? So, look, I, you know, um, there's there's some a little bit of uh, interesting, uh, you know, kind of on brand uh, thinking here because, um, you know, congressional Republicans uh, ran uh, saying that they were going to fight inflation. Uh, they said they were going to make that a priority. They were very clear about that these past uh, several months. And. Instead, what they're doing is they're focusing, uh, you know, they're focusing, they're making their type priority. They get the majority and their type priority is actually not focusing on the American families, but focusing on the president's family. How do you know someone's lying? It's called a tell in poker. When you're staring, when you're fidgeting, when you're doing something nervous with your hands, when you're twirling your hair, chewing gum, there's a tell. The tell for Corinne Jean-Pierre is when she looks straight down straight down at her notes and she doesn't make eye contact and she's looking just straight at her book and she's clutching it and she's shaking. That's the tell. She's lying. She's lying. The American people know she's lying and they're beginning to see the damn break. Ladies and gentlemen, CBS confirmed the Hunter Biden laptop is real 769 days after the New York Post broke this story. CBS News confirmed through an extensive review. It is amazing. It is just remarkable how the Bidens get treated and the difference between how they treated the Trumps. The Trumps, it would be if this were Donald Trump doing this, if, the, if Don Jr. had a laptop like this, one, it would have spelled prison for all of them nearly instantly. And it wouldn't be a prison on this earth. It would be Guantanamo Bay on the moon. They would put the Trumps in Two, every story would have the presumption of guilt, not the presumption of innocence. The way that they treat the Bidens are a presumption of innocence with this like little tinge of like, maybe this would be bad. Maybe this is going to be actually pretty bad. And CBS News goes in, I suppose, to their shame, half shame, half credit, because they actually did do the research and did cover it and said, you know what? Not only is this thing real, uh, this is probably going to lead to the downfall of the Biden crime family. They say this is bad for Joe Biden. 
CBS News coming to that level, you got to stand in awe and say, wow, we have come a long way. Maybe these people will learn journalism after all. Have a look. And as Republicans take control of the House, Hunter Biden, the president's son, will be a target for investigations. And that means data from a laptop reported to belong to Biden could be crucial to the investigatory process. CBS News has obtained its data not through a third party or political operative, but directly from the source who told us they provided it to the FBI under subpoena. And we commissioned an independent forensic review to determine its authenticity. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harris joins us now with what we found. Catherine, I'm very interested. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. These House Republican investigations are coming, and that could be a challenge for the White House as we head into 2023 and 2024. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. Digital forensic investigator Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. This dad called to tell me, I love you, love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. You're confident based on your analysis this is Hunter Biden's data and that it's real? Yes. So this is the expert who's going through this laptop. And it is remarkable. We call this the bloody OJ glove of politics because the bloody OJ glove had his DNA on it, right? It's a murder scene. It's a bloody scene. It's a glove that fit his hand. It's murder weapon. It's DNA all over it. Uh, the, the, the evidence, there is a preponderance of evidence, as they say. It is demonstrable, as they might say in a court of law. And so it takes so much, so it's the same thing as like Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. It's so excruciating. You need to have literal DNA evidence on a dress in order to bring down Clinton. And of course, it, you know, Bill Clinton is off flying to little St. James like a year after he's out of the White House. So did it did it really hurt him? Man, it is truly criminal what they get away with. And we'll see if they get away with this one. Here's what the New York Post writes about this incredible, shocking revelation from CBS News on Monday confirmed the authenticity of the Hunter Biden laptop more than two years after the Post first revealed its contents. The first son's lawyer complained that he didn't consent to the release. The laptop links President Biden to his son Hunter and his Brother Jim Biden's influence peddling the high-ranking former spy agency officials claimed before the 2000 election it looked like Russian disinformation, and the story was censored by Twitter and Facebook. Most news outlets ignored the laptop's contents until recently. CBS News follows a belated verification of the laptop in March by The Washington Post and The New York Times. CBS correspondent Catherine Herridge, formerly of Fox News, reported that she received a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop hard drive from the Delaware Computer repairman John Paul Mac Isaac and that Minnesota computer scientist and former Secret Service computer crimes expert Mark Lanterman said that the files appeared legitimate. You literally needed to have Joe Biden on the phone confirming his son's crimes, his real voice, Joe Biden's actual voice confirming his son's crimes. He did this twice. There were two voicemails left where Joe Biden was talking about Hunter Biden's connection with China and Chinese banking. This is a wire fraud crime, among many others. And then the second voicemail is about Joe Biden talking about Hunter Biden's drug addiction, prostitute addiction, human trafficking addiction. This is, of course, also a crime because Hunter Biden was buying firearms at the time. And you're not allowed to do that. I've bought lots of firearms since moving to Florida. And you have a pretty extensive federal background check form you got to fill out. Hunter Biden lied on that form. Hunter Biden belongs in prison. Of course, I would be put in jail if I had done the exact same thing. People who should be put in prison, quite frankly, are the ones who lied about this. The intel chiefs, um, uh, chiefly among them, because what they were doing is they were using a PSYOP in order to try and trick people into voting for Joe Biden before the election and also trick outlets like Facebook and Twitter into censoring this story. Complicit in these crimes were journalists like Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes, who said this to Donald Trump 
during a White House interview when Donald Trump brought up Hunter Biden's laptop, the bloody OJ glove of our political day. This is absolute, total dereliction of duty. This is breaking of an oath that you have as a journalist to tell the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no more heinous a crime inside of the journalism profession than what Leslie Stahl did to Donald Trump during the 60 Minutes interview. Please have a watch. It's this, I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen, and you don't cover it. Because you want to talk about well, because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about insignificant you. things. I'm telling you. Of course, it can be verified. Excuse we, me. We they found the laptop, Leslie. Leslie. Can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because even the family hasn't. The family on the laptop. He's gone into hiding. For five days, he's gone into hiding. He's preparing for your debate. Oh, it's taken him five days to prepare? I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So let's get back to the name calling. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump talking to Leslie Stahl there. Well, let me tell you something, lady. It's like a plumber coming to my house and being like, well, you know, someone's got to fix this toilet. I don't know who sitting there with a wrench, sitting there with a plunger. Someone's going to fix it. You're a journalist. It's your specific job to verify this. It is your job. And you were not the only reporter being asked to do this. In fact, the job had already been done for you. This is where the breakdown exists. Because the New York Post went through and verified this laptop, took an enormous amount of time to bring this to people's attention and risked a great deal because you knew that there was going to be massive institutional blowback. You could be spied on. You could be investigated. If you come at the king of the regime, you best come correct. So the New York Post, writers like Miranda Devine, took incredible risk personal and professional, by coming out with this story, they were brutalized for it. Reporters within the regime who even tweeted the story had to then tweet apologies and take them down. The story was censored. New York Post was locked out of their accounts by the Marxists at Twitter. They stopped at nothing, nothing to meddle in the 2020 election in order to assist Joe Biden. And how did they do it? Well, as we know from polling, they silenced this story, among other things, because the American people, if they found out how criminal and how complicit Joe Biden was in his son's crimes, perhaps they would not have voted for him. That is what the media research found out in an extensive poll. And so it is with uh, great joy and happiness that we bring on the totally and completely vindicated author someone who is a true journalist and someone who's actually properly brave, breaking this story and hopefully dancing on the decrepit reporting and regime prognostication and propaganda from these disgraced scum. Miranda Devine joins us now. Miranda, they're totally disgraced, man. I mean, it's just that now they're saying now James Comer's saying they're going to bring in the 51 spies who lied. Now they're saying they're going to bring him. They're going to drag him in and subpoena him. This has got to it's got to be just sub. It's got just got to be extra black coffee in your mug every morning. Uh, 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 you got to be skipping into work after two years. You're finally you're you're vindicated. We never had any doubts. But at least the Republican Party is taking your reporting seriously, and it's got to be causing a bit of panic inside of the corridors of the regime power and the spy state that wanted to keep this from this information from the American people. Hi, Benny. Yeah, I think there is panic uh, going on, and I'm sure that that was influential in having Merrick Garland come out and announce that special counsel looking into President Trump as sort of a tit for tat. Uh, warning shot, uh, you know, you come after my family, I'll come after you, um, etc. And, you know, the Republicans, uh, I'm happy to say, James Comer, Jim Jordan and others, um, who, including the senators uh, who unfortunately won't have subpoena power, Chuck Grasley and Ron Johnson, but they did an amazing job anyway without subpoena power um, before the 2020 election and afterwards investigating the Hunter Biden uh, dramas. Um, but 
the fact is it's great that the Republicans are doing this and that they actually understand that this is not about Hunter Biden as uh, the Biden family, the administration, the Democrats, uh, the left leftist media will keep telling you that leave poor Hunter Biden alone. He's a drug addict or he was a drug addict. Uh, he couldn't help what he did. Um, no, it's not about Hunter Biden. This would not be an interesting story. Uh, the Republicans would not be holding investigations if it was just about a middle-aged former crackhead. No, it's about the president. It's about Joe Biden's involvement in his family's influence peddling scheme that reaped so many millions of dollars into their bank accounts. Uh, how much did he know? Well, there's a lot of evidence that he knew a lot, that he was intimately involved. Uh, how many of Hunter Biden's business partners did he meet? Well, we know at least a dozen. Um, and there's evidence of that, not just on the laptop, but, you know, there's Tony Bobolinsky and other of Hunter Biden's former business partners who have all been burned by the Bidens left to hang out to dry, have lost money, lost jobs, lost reputations. Um, they're all pretty sour. And when they get subpoenaed, you can bet that they're going to sing like birds. Hmm. What do you expect out of these hearings? We have just covered extensively what Comer has been saying publicly, talking about potentially subpoenaing Joe Biden himself, talking about the bank records, going in seemingly following your reporting and your book, The Laptop from Hell. He seems to probably have a signed copy of that in his office because it seems like he's going the TikTok through the chapters of your book and saying, well, these are the breadcrumbs. Yeah, look, I think that there are um, sort of three main avenues for them to follow, and it seems that that's what they're doing. Uh, one is uh, Joe Biden's involvement. You can tell that from um, the meetings that he's had with various of Hunter Biden's business partners, um, the flights on Air Force Two that he took Hunter and, and sometimes his business partners on to meet other uh, business prospects. Um, and then uh, secondly, there is the money trail. Um, we've already seen uh, quite a bit of that through the suspicious activity reports that were uncovered from uh, the Treasury Department by uh, Ron Johnson and Chuck Grasley in their excellent um, investigation. And, uh, and, you know, there will be much more on the financial side now that the Republicans have more power. Uh, and then um, thirdly, it's the cover-up. Uh, basically, uh, that's as big a story and as frightening a story and perhaps even more damaging uh, to the Republic uh, than even the corruption, which is a Washington disease and should be rooted out. But, of course, it's a bipartisan disease, so how far the Republicans want to go with that, uh, who knows. But the cover-up where you have uh, big tech and the FBI colluding to cover up any material about Hunter Biden, whether it's the laptop that they were given, uh, you know, a year before the 2020 election and did nothing with, just buried, whether it be, um, you know, our information that they buried and ignored and went and warned Facebook not to uh, allow to see the light of day, um, or Tony Bobolinsky's, uh, you know, five-hour interview that he gave the FBI before the 2020 election and the contents of his three phones that all corroborated a lot of the material that was on the laptop and verified it and added more incriminating evidence, uh, especially regarding Joe Biden. So I think if they go down those three tracks with the extra power that they have, the subpoena power uh, and the ability to uh, track down financial records, um, they will they will hit gold. Do you believe that these committee hearings will be gold? Do you believe that Hunter Biden will be before the American people live on television there before a hearing or will they figure out some lawfare way to protect him? Uh, Jim Jordan was on saying that perhaps the Department of Justice is considering protecting him by treating him with kid gloves, charging him with some type of tax violation and thus uh, preventing uh, them from having a double jeopardy situation or from having uh, dual investigations. Look, I, I don't know. I mean, I know they're saying that they're going to subpoena Hunter Biden. Biden. Um, I don't think it really matters all that much whether he does appear or not. I mean, it'll be a circus if he does. Um, and no doubt he'll, 
you know, as the Bidens always do, find ways to obfuscate and there'll be, you know, the big outrage machine will be pumped up by the rest of the media and they'll say this is just unfair and, you know, he's a former drug addict and feel sorry for him, et cetera. Um, I don't think it really matters whether he's there because uh, his business partners have got much more incentive to tell the truth, former business partners, um, and you don't really need testimony from any of the Bidens who obviously are not going to want to incriminate Joe Biden, um, but I don't think you need them. So it really depends on how rigorous, uh, how forensic and how disciplined the Republicans are. And uh, there will be two committees looking at this, the Oversight and Judiciary, and it will really be up to the quality of their staff, the quality of the, the uh, politicians leading it, the courage that they have. Uh, I know that when Ron Johnson and Chuck Grasley were doing their investigations, um, they were stymied by members of their own party uh, on their own committee because they refused to give them subpoenas for certain people uh, because they believed the BS that was being spread by Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and co, that this was all a Russian disinformation operation. It wasn't. Uh, those Republican senators should hang their heads in shame, and I'll be naming them. Good, good. We want those people to be named, and we want people to be named who commit these kind of heinous crimes. Of course, wire fraud is being listed as a, a crime, the Foreign Relations Registration Act, violation of the Corrupt Parties Act. We're going through the crimes and violations that have been listed here by Comer. However, there's one that stood out to us that you've touched on that is perhaps the darkest crime uh, by a long shot, which is the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, which is dealing, of course, with human trafficking. Can you uh, illuminate for our audience exactly which where that charge is coming from and what that might entail. Human trafficking inside the Biden family and inside the most powerful family in the land, my God. Look, I'm assuming that is to do with, I don't have any special knowledge, but I'm assuming it's to do with the uh, prostitution. Um, Hunter Biden was constantly uh, dialing up, you know, online prostitutes and, uh, and, and, you know, in some cases, I mean, there's evidence that they were crossing state lines, etc. Um, I'm not sure that that is all that lucrative a path to go down. You know, it's sort of a technicality. I don't know if it'll go anywhere. Um, I think it's much more productive to go down the financial line, the connections to Joe Biden. I mean, I, I already uncovered uh, from the laptop um, shared bank accounts between Hunter and his father, um, you know, other co-mingled finances like a shared debit card, bills that Hunter was paying for his father. Uh, I only found a small amount of that. I mean, there's a lot of missing information on the laptop. It looks like it was cleansed at, at one point um, uh, of certainly some information. But Eric Schwerin, uh, who ran a joint bank account that Hunter and Joe Biden held and also did Joe Biden's tax returns at one point and offered him advice on his mortgage and was taking money in and out of Hunter and Joe's accounts and, and swapping them over. He knows a lot. So I think uh, compelled under oath, uh, he might be, he's, he's gone to ground. I haven't been able to get hold of him, neither has anyone else. Uh, he's very loyal to the Bidens uh, personally. He was given a lovely government sinecure uh, which entailed, you know, a fair amount of money and uh, a lot of overseas travel and some prestige uh, under the Obama administration, thanks to his relationship with the Bidens. So whether or not um, he uh, is, you know, compelled and feels that he must tell the truth, he knows a lot. He knows where the bodies are buried. Hmm. So we'll keep that name and we'll keep that name in mind. Obviously, you've brought it up many times and of course, you've seen it on the oh, Biden needs to have his wall paid for, right? Let's dip into this fund yeah. over here or that fund over here. Biden loves figuring out how to pay for walls when they protect his household. I suppose yeah. a household that is no longer under full protection of the Bidens is the corporate press. And I, and my final question to you, Miranda, is you must truly be sitting back with aplomb watching CBS News masquerade yesterday with a nearly seven minute segment on how they have verified the Hunter Biden laptop. I want your reaction to this. Uh, again, you are no, no one is right more than Miranda Devine 
in in the media, but this must have some sweet, bittersweet sense of vindication. Your thoughts on the media coming around to your point of view? Well, I guess better late than never, but uh, it's always the same with these latecomers. Uh, they covered up the story, they ignored it, they traduced our reporting, um, they, all of them, CBS included, uh, swallowed the completely transparent BS that was coming out of those 51 former Intel operatives uh, and, uh, you know, everyone else connected with the Biden administration and trying to protect Joe Biden before the 2020 election, that this was all a Russian disinformation operation. It wasn't it never was, has nothing to do with Russia apart from the, the millions of dollars that Hunter and his partners took in from Russian oligarchs. Uh, but they swallowed it. Uh, they naively, willfully swallowed it because they just didn't want Donald Trump to win again. And now they have to sort of try and wipe the egg off their face and come clean. But the only reason they're doing it now is because they know that when the Republicans crank up their investigation, this is going to be the biggest story of the Joe Biden administration, and they have to be on top of it. But in every single one of these left-wing stories, they have a boilerplate paragraph buried inside that says there's no evidence that Joe Biden had anything to do with this. Well, yes, there is. There's a ton of evidence. They've got the laptop. Open their eyes and look at it. Yeah. CB, uh, CNN, uh, yeah. Jeremy Diamond asking Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday at the White House about this. And the answer was just wor worse than usual for Corinne Jean-Pierre. So, uh, <laughs> wow, clearly flustered. Your work yeah. is profound and the most important uh, on the Internet. Your book, we'll put it up one more time, uh, is a must read. Can you tell our audience where to follow you and where to follow the TikTok of the story? Thanks, Benny. Um, I'm on all social media as at Miranda Devine, and you can get the book in, uh, you know, most good bookstores, apart from the, uh, the Barnes and Noble on Fifth Avenue, for some reason, refuses <laughs> to to carry it. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's uh, basically online at Amazon and, uh, and everywhere else. I think Walmart's going to be carrying it this Christmas. So, um, hopefully more and more people can read it and understand the full grift and dishonesty and corruption of uh, Joe Biden uh, through his family for so many years. And the fact that we need to know uh, if that has put America's national security at risk. He's the president of the United States. He's dealing with China, our greatest adversary. Uh, he's dealing in this war in Ukraine that we're sending billions of dollars to. And yet his family... Uh, and potentially he, by proxy, profited greatly, millions of dollars worth from China, from Russia, from Ukraine, Romania, et cetera. Is he compromised? Yeah. Yeah, I think the answer to that is pretty clear. And it's thanks to your reporting that we know so much about it. A true brave journalist. And there are virtually none left. Thank you, Miranda. Thank you, Ben. So as the regime crumbles and as Miranda Devine there of the New York Post just enumerated for us, they are going to have some real problems there in the GOP House of Representatives taking the gavel, winning new seats and coming through with thunder inside of that gavel. Will to power. We talk about it a lot on this program. You must have will to power. What is the regime doing in their panic? Well, Hunter Biden was present yesterday at the White House. He's been at the White House a lot, actually. Hunter Biden's uh, daughter got married at the White House this last weekend. Hunter Biden's been at the White House quite a bit as of late. And this is a PR campaign tactic in order to say, look, Hunter Biden, he's out. He's at the White House. He's inside of your sacred home. You should view it with disgust. They are spitting in your faces. And ladies and gentlemen, we have the footage here. Hunter Biden watches White House turkey pardoning with two-year-old son Beau as Republicans prepare investigation into foreign business dealings and stent of Joe's involvement. This is, of course, one of Joe Biden's grandkids that he acknowledges. Hunter Biden has other grandchildren that they refuse to acknowledge, the Biden family, uh, but he has to pay alimony to them anyway. A poor stripper in Arkansas has the uh, 
the, the misfortune of having one of Joe Biden's grandchildren that Joe Biden refuses to acknowledge. It sure would be nice for a reporter to ask about that. That'd be interesting. Hunter Biden was seen watching the annual White House turkey pardoning, his first White House appearance since Republicans announced that they will launch an investigation of the former business dealings and take control of the House. Hunter watched in the South Lawn event with his two-year-old son, Bo. This is, again, a PR tactic. It's called softening the image whenever somebody has some type of horrible crime they're committed, they've committed or some type of um, Sam Bankman freed FTX scandal or fraud. They'll sort of parade him around. Sam Bankman freed started donating to Democrats and to woke causes to try and save his fraudulent ass. And Hunter Biden is doing the exact same trotting around with a little kid. He got a little Nikes on and he's so cute to daddy Hunter and he needed the turkeys and Hunter Biden definitely isn't a criminal. This is a PR tactic. They do this kind of stuff. You go to if you're if you've committed some heinous crime, you go to soup kitchen, serve people soup, go work down at the local uh, Salvation Army, make sure the paparazzi's there to take photos. This is what they're doing. In case you're wondering, these people are guilty as hell. The seventh circle, pit of hell. This is how you know. Hunter Biden watched as Joe Biden pardoned a turkey. Didn't go well for Joe. Joe Biden uh, tried to pardon a turkey. Can't even get that done. One of the dumbest things you do as a president, you pardon, right? It's like a hundred-year-old tradition. Joe Biden went out and Asked how many turkeys there were. They said there were 9 million. And Joe Biden's like, well, 9 million people in a country of where it wants to go. How, how many turkeys you got down there? You raise it. Surplus range grows Not a half God love you. Nine and a half million turkeys. I tell you what, that's like some of the countries I've been to. And the, anyway, do you want to talk? Yeah. Look, folks. I guess we'll just keep playing them. I suppose we'll just keep playing them. Joe Biden continued to humiliate the nation uh, yesterday during the turkey pardon. We'll try not to die of cringe here. We do we do die of cringe on occasion on this show. Joe Biden used a uh, cringe uh, turkey pun in his remarks yesterday. Somebody was writing these lines for Joe Biden and he was bumbling through and trying to deliver them. And the worst thing is not just a speech. It's like when you're trying to do comedy that you didn't write as a guy who tries to be funny on occasion, like tries to give funny speeches to, to, to audiences. That's what I go out and do. Talk about memes and stuff, try to entertain people. I do that on occasion. Uh, you can't just go out and like mumble through someone else's jokes and expect them to hit. Here's evidence of that. Go. That's pretty real. That's real hard work. And they interacted with the children to show their softer side. Sounds like another flock hoping to come to Washington in 2024. <laughs> the best part about it is the handpicked audience. OK, so you got the handpicked audience in the crowd. You got Hunter Biden there smoking crack trying to take his pants off so he can take pictures of himself. Uh, you got, you know, all the derelicts from the Biden administration, um, you know, standing there. And Joe Biden's trying to, like, you know, crack wise. And everyone goes, ah. And it's probably because they're all dead, okay? Much like the Democrat politicians who win office these days. Did you know that there were two deceased Democrats who won in the midterms? Oh, yes, there were. And there were also some brain-dead Democrats like John Fetterman who actually won in the midterms. In case you're wondering what kind of a cult you are dealing with, Dead Democrats. The D behind their name stands for deceased or brain dead. Joe Biden himself brain dead because he told his little kids not to jump from a balcony and then made a crack about the red wave. Ha 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 Way to like turn Thanksgiving, like a Thanksgiving, time-honored Thanksgiving tradition into some type of like partisan political hackery. This is uh, a cringe alert worthy clip. gobble up too much time. Uh, I didn't mean to get started, man. Don't start on a... By the way, that, that's my grandson, Bo, up there, and my granddaughter. Don't let him jump. At any rate, 
you know, uh, we got to get on with this. First of all, the votes are in. They've been counted and verified. There's no ballot stuff in. There's no foul play. The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. That will cause... They are big turkeys, aren't they? My fellow Americans, please welcome the 2022 National Thanksgiving turkeys, chocolate and chip. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. I did die of cringe. I was resuscitated. Royce is a Christian. He prayed for me. Now I am resuscitated and I am alive now. I have died. I have died of cringe. I have died of cringe and we're not done yet. I'm dead. I'm deceased. I have deceased of cringe. And we're not done yet because what would a Joe Biden event be without him making an ice cream joke? Watch. They can go wherever they want. Of course, chocolate is my favorite. Chocolate is my favorite ice cream. So I, but I could have, we could have named them Chips and Science. But anyway, it would have been good names as well. Do you hear the groans from the audience? Do you hear like the people that have been hand selected by the Bidens to be there in order to pad the audience, in order to try and make this an entertaining event and like give the president tepid applause? They can't even stand it. They can't stand him. And of course, the little children in the audience can't stand him as Joe Biden tries to sniff them. Smart kid, man. Smart kid. And that kid was uh, running away from Joe Biden. That kid obviously is uh, not going to be letting Joe Biden anywhere near him. He can sense it. Kids always know, man. Kids know. You can tell. I got little kids. Kids know. Your kids ever around a, a total creeper, total weirdo? Kids can read spiritual energy. There's a deeply dark spiritual energy inside of these people. There, are, There's darkness inside of these people. And so it is good, actually, to banish them, that little kid crawling away from Joe Biden, running away from Joe Biden. Good on you, kid. The Republicans are doing the same thing with people with dark energy inside of the United States House. Kevin McCarthy, who I may be coming around on. We'll see. Kevin McCarthy. I don't think that he deserves his position based on meritocracy. I think that Kevin McCarthy is his job to win the House by a much wider margin than four or five votes. We had a couple of races called last night. I think there were three or four races called last night. The margins are a couple of votes. 222, okay? Well, it was his job to win 50 seats or 100 seats, and he ended up winning just a handful of seats. And so I have thought that Kevin McCarthy needed to be swapped out in leadership. However, Kevin McCarthy is going about uh, with a big stick, uh, clobbering the left and making them freak out. And I'm enjoying it. And so I will be very fair and judicious here in saying, hmm, this is a good thing that he's doing. Kevin McCarthy saying that Ilhan Omar, somebody with a lot of dark energy, is out and will not be able to serve on committees. McCarthy saying that he will yank squad member from House Foreign Relations Committee because she is a known anti-Semite. And somebody who is herself um, like deeply, deeply uh, insufficient, let's just say, in her past as it pertains to serving on this committee, as it pertains to her tweets and her advocacy for ISIS members to get out of jail. You are aware of that, right? That Ilhan Omar was like advocating for forgiveness for ISIS members. Yeah, now she's on the Foreign Relations Committee. Kevin McCarthy says, we're going to put a stop to that, along with Eric Swalwell, too. Kevin McCarthy saying, Leader McCarthy, now, soon to be House Speaker McCarthy, I think, uh, saying on Saturday he intends to make good on his promise to kick Ilhan Omar off of the House Foreign Relations Committee. And the GOP takes Congress next year. McCarthy made the comments while speaking to a high-profile Republican Jewish Coalition 2022 leadership meeting in Las Vegas, Nevada. The annual conference of prominent Jewish conservatives led by Miriam Adelson, widow of the late casino magnate Sheldon Adelson. House GOP leaders' remarks comes two days after he proclaimed that the lower House will be placing McCarthy one step closer to clinching the speaker's gavel. We watched anti-Semitism grow. Not just on our campuses, we've watched it grow in the halls of Congress, talking about Ilhan Omar directly, strong words. You know, I made another promise last time. This was the Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. He said, as the crowd booed, I remember that she said what she said about me. I remember what she said about Israel. I remember what she said about the U.S.-Israeli relationship. 
These people don't believe that Israel should exist, of course. And people like AOC just straight up says that Israel is occupying Palestine. They don't believe that an Israeli state should exist. I remember it so much. I promised you last year that she'd no longer be on foreign affairs. And I'm going to keep that promise. Here's McCarthy saying it. Congressman, let me ask you about your decisions. Should you become the Speaker of the House in January? What are you going to do in terms of these Democrats that you have on such important committees? You've talked in the past about removing Elon uh, Omar. You've talked about removing Adam Schiff, about Eric Swalwell. Will you deliver? Yes, I will. I'll keep that promise. And one thing I said from the very beginning, Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the public sector. Why would we ever give him a security clearance in the secrets to America? So I will not allow him to be on intel. You have Adam Schiff, who had lied to the American public time and again. We will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee either. And you look, Congresswoman Omar, her anti-Semitic comments that have gone forward. We're not going to allow her to be on foreign affairs. But we're also going to stand up to what's happening, not just in the halls in Congress, but what's happening into our higher education institutions, the anti-Semitism that's going on on these campuses and others. We will investigate that as well and stop this to make sure that America does have the freedom that we said we would keep and we will stand up to it as we move forward. Okay, so listen, it's a dark show, but we're going to end with some good news. Ilhan Omar getting kicked off her committee. Eric Swalwell can go crap his pants on live TV somewhere else. Eric Swalwell, who was literally and figuratively in bed with Chinese spies. Amazing how that is allowed to continue. That is not a bigger story. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is the America we live in. We are in an information war. And of course, the master of the information war and deception of the American people, Dr. Fauci, is resigning. Dr. Fauci announced his resignation. He will be resigning, I think, in a matter of days. Dr. Fauci just said from the White House press dais his last message to the American people. We will uh, deliver you this breaking news. Happened a few seconds ago right now. So my message and my final message, maybe the final message I give you from this podium, is that please, for your own safety, for that of your family, get your updated COVID-19 shot as soon as you're eligible to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Good riddance, you filthy lab rat. I hope that you go to prison because you personally funded the gain-of-function research inside of the Wuhan laboratory that scientists agree led to the COVID-19 outbreak. You yourself, sir, are the most malevolent and the most duplicitous and the most endemic rot inside of our public systems. You destroyed the lives of millions and millions of people around the world, and you deserve to never take a breath of free air ever again. And we deeply pray that the American people deliver justice by delivering us a House, a Senate, and a presidency inside of the year 2024, the year of our Lord, so that we may properly investigate and punish these people who have been so malevolent. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we will fight for. Of course, we will continue the fight here on this program. We will continue the fight evermore. And it seems as though, boys, we are winning a little bit. It's nice to have little victories here and there. We had last night on the... Uh, Owner of the Babylon Bee, Savannah Hernandez, the great ALX producer of this program, the people who are making the world free again. We are winning. There is ascendant candidacies and politicians all around the globe saying this, God, family, country. That is the marching order. That is the chant as we bang on our shields and as we state with a single voice, we shall not allow these Marxists to win. We were free men and women. We were born that way. We're going to stay that way because we fight. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Thanks for watching.